Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path, of his Guru Maharaji, and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtanmala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and the work of the foundation, please visit kirtanwalafoundation.org, K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. So practice, you got to do practice, I'm sorry, you just have to. With our eyes open and our hearts open. But through a practice, you're, you're, you get used to coming back from being gone. It's more like an ability to let go. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering what your preference of music is other than singing kirtan. Do you like like rock and roll or country music? I'm an old fart, you know. Steely Dan, Ray Charles, Van Morrison. I like Eminem. Um, I don't know. I, I like a lot of stuff. I like jazz, I like rock, I like classical. I like a lot of stuff. I don't listen to much music. Because when there's finally a moment where nobody's calling me on the phone or trying to get me to do something, and I'm actually... It's just such a blessing. Thank you. You're welcome. There's a lot of good music out there, but I, I, I don't know what it is. Hi. Hey. I'm from Long Island, too. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. Your next birth will be better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My question is, um, I saw your tour schedule for the next, I don't know, six months. I'm looking at you up there and over there. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm up there, too? Yeah, you're right there. I'm everywhere. It's amazing. <laughs> I just wanted to know, my son is actually on the road touring with the band right now, and he's having a lot of trouble figuring out how to balance taking care of himself and being on the road, and I'm actually asking you how you do that when you're on the road, because you have such a huge schedule coming up. You know, being, me being on the road is like being in an ashram for me. You get up, have some breakfast, go to sound check, you sing, go back to the hotel, snack a little, go to sleep, get up, pack your bags, get on a plane, get to the hotel, go to sleep. It's either eating, singing, traveling, or sleeping. It's like an ashram. That's it, except for the traveling. You know, when I get back to my room and I close the door and, I'm, uh, and there's nobody there, Praise the Lord. It's just so great, you know. But when you're young, you don't get back to the room before you take a few hits or a few drinks or, you know, you go down to the bar to see who you can meet. You're creating your own stuff, and it's difficult. It's very difficult. You have, we have, we don't, we're not trained, taught how to take care of ourselves. So when you're out on the road and you're, you're touring like that, it can be really crazy. But if you're asking me, it's not like that anymore. So, uh, your son is in a band, you say? He's traveling? Yes, but he did pack his yoga mat. 
sorry. <laughs> he did pack a yoga mat. That's good. He can kind of use it as a pillow. Exactly. <laughs> Hi. Um, where are you? Where are you? Hi. Hi. Um, I've listened to some of your other... Um, oh, it's really weird hearing myself in this. Anyway, um, I've heard a lot of your other teachings, like via Spotify. Could you not say teachings, please? Okay, it, it sorry. It just freaks me the hell out. I'm so sorry. I just, um, just say stuff or Your something. stuff that you talk okay. about. Okay. When you talk about relationships, um, oh, there was, here we go. So I know I'm like the one that's going to say it. Um, so, right. like, there's something you said, like, Relationships are like you do your business and I do mine. I uh, that's a quote. That. I didn't. That's say a quote. That. Okay. Well, it's a quote you said, and um, I just find that, like with, like relationship with like a man or a relationship with your mom or relationship with you know whoever you have in your life, and some people are you know like you're really searching for you know maybe they have more pain that they're going through, mm-hmm. and then other people just like have zero awareness at this point. How do you like navigate like a like through relationship with them? I'm not sure what you mean. Relationship with who? Like with pretty much anybody that's like close to you that doesn't have like an awareness of a path. I beat them up. <laughs> I torture them until they wake up to God. I mean, I, I guess, like, what I'm hearing, I, I, I don't know. They're people, right? I just say, right. hey, what's up, you know? How you doing? This, I'm not... I, I, first of all, the implication is that I have some awareness. That's very nice of you. But I'm just a guy like anybody else. I treat people the best I can. And... Uh, it's not up to me to, to judge people and to, oh, this, this person doesn't know shit. I, I'm not going to talk to them. Everybody. No, I'm, I, don't, I don't think that you're, I'm not using it as like a negative term. I'm using it as like maybe like using them as like the live guru of some sort, you know, to use them or to use people just in general that come up in your life as like your teacher. Is that something that like? Sure. Well, everybody is, in a way, your teacher. Your whole life is your teacher. Um, in relationships, you see, you know, there are people that you feel comfortable with, the people you're uncomfortable, the people you don't like. You, you can look at that and see what it is about that, what that person makes you feel, and then you try to see why that person makes you feel that way. And you keep trying to let go of that. And you can also see how self-centered that kind of thinking is. That person makes me feel bad, so I don't want to be around that person. See, it's all about me in that case. We're not concerned, why is that person, how is that person feeling? Why does that person look like he doesn't feel so good? What's that person's life like? You know, not, it's not all about how that person affects me. Right. Right? So you try to, you try to kind of feel where a person's at and what, what, you know, what, what's, what they're feeling and why they are acting certain ways. When people are not nice, they're usually acting out of their own pain, you know, their own closed downness. And then eventually what arises in you is compassion for that person and caring. Not that you can, you know, you go and scream Sri Ram Jai Ram in their ear, but you just don't close down to them. You don't get negative in your own head about those people. 
you, you don't have to protect yourself. So you're including them in your space without judging. So it's a bit of a practice and it's not easy to do. Right. But the, the more at ease you are with yourself, the more you're willing and able to be at ease with anything that comes to you because it doesn't force you, it doesn't push a button that closes you down. So that's hard work. That's how, a te that's how life is our teacher. Are we closing down? Are we protecting ourselves? Are we distancing ourselves? Are we judging? And we do all the time. It's natural. It's human. But it's human nature. But at the same time, we're trying to be more inclusive of people, which happens naturally as you do more practice, as you are more at ease with, in your own self then people coming, they can go through that, you know, they, they walk through that space and you don't, you don't have to like, know. Of course, there are times when you're recon you recognize certain situations in yourself that you want to protect yourself from when a, when a person who's very negative might, and it's like a drug addict comes into your life and you have addiction issues. You're definitely going to notice and you definitely have to, to recognize the situation. You don't have to push that person away. You don't have to hate that person or hit them with a baseball bat. But then you have, you have to notice and be clear that you're not going to be pulled into their, into their vortex. And that's taking care of yourself. And that's the same with anything. Any person who's with anybody. Everybody has their own vortex of stuff. And we're surrounded by it all day long. Millions of people, television, phone, everything, all day long, pulling us out of ourselves into, into stuff. So as time goes on, as we mature, as we ripen, we're not so vulnerable uh, to getting lost in other people's versions of life. We have a stronger, more open sense of ourselves which is not threatened by stuff and ultimately cannot be hurt by anything I did say ultimately so is that anything like what you wanted to hear I didn't want to hear anything I was just curious then why did I talk so goddamn long I don't, I don't know you said that at I the guess. beginning <laughs> thank you hi <laughs> Um, was there a moment in your life where it was like an aha moment, like where you um, really understood that you were doing what you were supposed to do on your path in, in your life? Yeah, there's been a few of those, yeah. Next Can question. you go into detail? Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm like... I think a lot of people are just like searching for, um, yeah. for that, you know, and, and trusting that even if you're not there yet, that you're on, mm -hmm. that you're where you're supposed to be. Well, yeah, you are where you are. There's nothing you can do about that except be there. So inside of that moment, uh, there's a lot that can happen. But you can have moments, and you do have moments, where you recognize, yeah, this is okay. This feels right. 
See, the whole thing is is getting more in touch with that place and and knowing what feels right for you and what doesn't. You know, you have to pay attention to yourself and you have to learn to trust that place in you. Is this okay? And even if the whole world is telling you this is what you need and it doesn't feel right to you, just forget about it and do something else. Only you know. Nobody can tell you what to do. And if somebody does tell you what to do and it feels right, good. If it doesn't, good. The only ultimate source of knowing is yourself. Now, if you trust another being who you feel is advanced and, and is really you know, trustworthy and honest and a good being, and that person suggests something to you, even if you don't know if it's right or wrong, you might try it and see how it goes. Right? Based on your trust in that person. It could turn out that that person is not trustworthy. You know, look around, right? The newspaper's full of this stuff now. So, and you trusted that person and you were wrong to trust that person because it turns out that was just a show. Fine, you learned a good lesson. Nothing's lost. You're not permanently damaged. It may hurt, but you're not permanently hurt. So you keep listening to yourself. That's the thing. I remember one time I got, I was in Sydney, Australia, and just like a few days before the kirtan, uh, some big guru was exposed as a pedophile. And the whole place was just destroyed. They were, in, they were really, you know, everybody was flipped out. What do we do now? He had hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of disciples. It was really a difficult situation. You know, but those things happen. Those things happen. We have to trust ourselves and also trust that we'll get through anything that happens to us. We'll make it through. And that's, you have to have that kind of courage. One time I was with uh, Maharaji in Mumbai. We had followed him to Mumbai. And we followed, we caught him. And we were alone with him. I was alone with him one afternoon in, a, in an apartment building. And he was lying on the bed in the bedroom. There was one Indian guy there. And for hours and hours, Maharaji was just like lying like this. He'd sit up, he'd lie like that, this and that. He'd sit for a while, lie down. And, and I was doing my sadhana, which was staring at him like, like that. So all of a sudden he sits up and he looks at me and he says, courage is a really big thing. What's going to happen? And he says, he, and then the Indian guy looked, he said, oh, but Baba, God takes care of his devotees. Courage is a really big thing. Then he went back to sleep. <laughs> you know, there were times in my life that all I had was the vague memory of that moment. And that vague memory saved me from disaster. You know, a couple of, more than a couple of times in my life. I didn't even have courage 
I just had the, va- the, the faintest memory of that moment where he looked at me and he said, courage is a big thing. You know, he wasn't warning me. He just was saying, you know, and then later on, many years later. So courage is a big thing. Sometimes you really just have to say, I'm, I'm going through this, whatever, and I'll be okay. And you will. Thank you. That's kind of you. You can pass the mic over there, gentlemen. Raise your hand again so we can see. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading Kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com. K-R-I-S-H-N-A-D-A-S.com. We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org. K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone. Remember God. Ram Ram.